Nathan's seventh birthday is coming up. And today when we were riding in the car, I said, hey, buddy, what are some ideas that you might want for me and dad to get you for your birthday gifts? And he gave me some ideas and they were really sweet ideas. They allow him to be really creative. And I just thought, gosh, I wonder what God has in store for you. Who are you going to grow to be? I cannot wait to see that. And it made me think about all all the opportunities during our day that we have to really encourage our children to use their gifts. And we don't even know that that's what we are doing. We will not know that till we look back and see what the journey has been for them and what pieces got put together to help them become exactly who God created them to be. Today we are talking about more ways that we can really truly encourage our children in the small moments of our days to use their gifts. Come along friend, let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer, wife to my high school sweetheart, mom of four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, who is staying up late to record this podcast because I asked her to watch The Greatest Showman with me, Jennifer Zumbio. I'd like to share a review that I received for the podcast, and I want to say thank you. Thank you to you guys for always leaving these, for giving me feedback, and really just leaving a message for other moms because you are helping spread this message of keeping family and faith strong in today's world just by leaving these. It helps people find this podcast. It helps them see what you're getting out of it. And you are really doing a big part in impacting other families as well. Thank you for that. You may think that leaving a review is such a small act, but it is. it really is giant. And I want to read this one from Heidi. It says, Blessing me daily. This podcast is such a wonderful blessing in my busy mom life. Jennifer does an amazing job talking about real life issues in this crazy modern world. I have a whole list of quotes now that I love to look at each day. The number one is definitely quality over quantity and her to gather game stickers help remind me that it's about the deep connections I form with my kids and family that matter the most. Keeping Jennifer in my ear while doing laundry and dishes definitely helps 
helps cut down on the noise of everyday life and the chaos we have bombarding us from the outside world in this modern motherhood. Her amazing ability to bring these fabulous guest hosts into her podcast frequently is another blessing. Thank you for putting your heart into this podcast, into your together games, and for helping me to grow. Wow, that that just really blesses me daily to read that. It really does. I never knew what adventure this would take me on when I signed up and recorded my first podcast. And I just, I I really want to tell you all that this is a gift for me to sit here. And yes, I get to talk about this and I get to bring the guests on, but I get to learn from them and I get to keep speaking truth to you and to myself. I need those reminders just as much as you. Heidi, I agree. Quality over quantity is number one to me as well that I have to keep telling myself. So just because I'm sitting here talking about it and living it out doesn't mean it's not still a daily struggle for me as well or something I need to be paying attention to every day. So when you guys give me this feedback, it encourages me to know what's helping you and it inspires me to keep focusing on that too. Thank you for that. And if you haven't left a review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Just scroll down and you can just hit the button that says write a review. Heidi mentioned sitting there while you're doing your laundry or doing your dishes. And it reminds me right now, we all sit together, you and me, in these real life moments. And that's what I'm trying to help all of us with and help remind us to keep staying strong in and keep being committed to is just not comparing ourselves to what's going on out there and not trying to put all this pressure on ourselves, but just notice what is going on right in front of our eyes with our spouse and our children and our own dreams and what we have and what we're trying to work towards and grow. And when I think about raising our children in the day-to-day, there's so many, as you know, so many little things we are doing that are shaping them. And I catch myself noticing that I'm doing things that are having a negative impact for sure. And then of course, the ones that are having a very positive impact. And I know we both agree, we hope the positive ones outweigh the negative ones and they will when we are are really diligent and intentional and when we keep striving for it and when we include God in our journey and when we use him to help raise our children. But one thing that's really been on my heart lately, mostly because my oldest is three years away from college and we've been going to these graduation parties and stuff, but who will our children grow to be? And I know that's a constant process, right? Our growth continues on and on, but as far as like what career they will choose and where they will choose to spend their time and what they will be passionate about and all these things. So I wanted to use today's episode to share with you some stories from my past that really impacted who I became and how my family played a huge role in that. 
I graduated from college with a bachelor's in business administration in marketing. I always wanted to be in the sports marketing field and preferably in sales. I grew up with a dad who worked in sales and I knew there were goals to be met and numbers to hit and that fit my personality perfectly. My dad always joked that he knew out of me and my three brothers, I'd be the one that would probably go into sales. So when I was in college, I went through sports marketing internships. I reached out and made all these contacts and when you graduate college, you don't just get those jobs right away. I knew that I had to start in my non-dream job and at some entry-level sales position. So that's what I did to get experience for the job I wanted. I started about a week after graduation. It was fun. It was exciting. I loved the thrill of beating a quota, and I have to say I did pretty well at it. And then my mom volunteered me to do something at church. Our church offers weekly religion classes in the evening for children grades one through eight, and they need more teachers. They needed actually just one more for the whole school year. And my mom told me, you should do this. You aren't doing anything anyway. (laughs) Thanks mom. Uh, But the truth was she was right. I had graduated. I had moved home. Most of my friends were scattered now and I really actually didn't have much else to do. So I said I'd do it, but it had to be eighth grade because I couldn't work with children any younger. I knew I needed that age group. Well, I started teaching the eighth graders one evening a week for one hour and I really enjoyed it. It was something I could do on the side and it was really fun. I loved it. So one day in January, after class got out, a parent of one of my junior high students told me, hey, you're really good with this age group. Not many people can handle them, but you do really well. Of course, I said, thank you, probably laughed, and I never thought much more about it. However, a seed had been planted. Now, fast forward, work was going fine, I was doing well, but I started to feel like it wasn't very fulfilling. Was this the right place for me? Did I want to spend my career hitting numbers? Part of me loved it and part of me thought it wasn't where I was supposed to be for the long term. I began to pray about it and see what I should do. I didn't know what God's other plan could possibly be or that he even had one, right? I just wanted to see if maybe he'd reveal to me another company I should pursue or another position. Little did I know he had huge plans for me. I will never forget waking up one morning in March, going to my cubicle at the office before I was going out on the road to my territory. I flipped my little calendar that had a quote a day, and here's what it said. Abilities not used, our abilities wasted. That may seem like a nice little phrase, but to me, wow, it was, it was like time froze. Lightning struck. God spoke. I knew right then God was placing me on the path to be a teacher. I turned to the girl next to me and I thought she might fall out of her little chair when I said, I know what I'm going to do. I'm quitting to be a teacher. It was done. It was crazy. It was scary, exciting, but I knew. I 
I knew that's where I needed to be. So I spent the next part of that day researching some local schools to see what education programs fit and probably didn't do many cold calls that day. (laughs) But I went home, I was still living at home, and I was excited to tell my parents. I was also nervous because I was living under their roof and, well, you know, there's a big financial piece of this that could induce panic in parents. So I was sitting at the kitchen table, my parents were at the counter, and I just blurted out, I'm going back to school to be a teacher. My dad's first words, his very first words were this, that's awesome, Jen. I think you'll make a great teacher. What? I mean, it was crazy. I, it was what I needed to hear and what I wanted to hear, but there was zero hesitation on his part, not where is your medical insurance going to come from? Or how will you pay for that brand new car you just bought? Or how are you going to pay for this new school anyway? Don't get me wrong. Those questions certainly followed. And I made lots of plans to cover everything. But here I was in a defining moment and revelation in my life. And those closest to me encouraged me and did not crush my spirit. Getting through 70 plus credit hours of graduate and social studies classes year round over two years while working 20 hours a week was not easy. From the very beginning, I needed the support of my family and I received it in an astounding way, really. If I had not experienced that, I may never have fully known what God created me to be, which was a teacher. And of course, my mom supported me greatly. I mentioned that about my dad because I remember him just saying that first. And my mom was so supportive too. And that is what I needed to hear. You know, our our children are not at ages right now where we are supporting them in these huge life-changing decisions, but there are many moments where they are attempting to find their strengths and What makes them happy? And in many of these moments, I will recall that conversation with my dad and find myself with a bit of regret for my response. You know, those little times when they're young and they want to have a lemonade stand and I crush their spirit and tell them that no one will be driving down the road. (laughs) Or the times they want to drag all the arts and crafts stuff to every room of the house and outside because They are designing a hotel or a vet hospital or spy club or whatever, and I immediately want to put an end to it. Why do I go with my first thoughts that seem so obvious to me, but is so crushing to them? Why do I tell them it can't be done in big or little moments like these? It does good for all of us to remember what our family really needs. They just want their dreams to be validated, supported, lived, and the details can be worked out later. Who knows if in that moment, seeds are being planted to help our children figure out what they are created to do and who they are meant to be. Abilities not used are abilities wasted, but how do we know unless we are given a chance to see what they can become? Let's build families that foster our children's or our spouse's God-given abilities. 
gather together, listen, encourage, and make these moments happen. Don't let those moments or abilities go wasted. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.